Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mindset Mummy podcast. So I thought I would do a little extra episode every single week. I have got Cece here in the background with me, so apologies for the noise. Because I have obviously been, um, for those of you that follow me on social media, if you don't, what are you doing? It's Mummy My Hill on Instagram. Um, I have been isolating for nine whole days now because we've obviously had COVID. And do you know what? It's not been too bad, to be honest. I actually feel completely fine and I could totally go to work, but obviously not allowed. Um, and to be honest, you know, doing things on my podcast has been keeping me sane. And it's reminded me quite a lot of when I was on maternity leave. Um, and a lot of my maternity leave was, you know, within COVID anyway. Um, so we couldn't do, like, I could never take Sunny to um, baby groups and stuff like that. And it got me thinking, a lot of mums must feel like this. And I've kind of forgotten what it feels like, you know, to just feel a little bit isolated and you can't really go anywhere. And do you know what I've been doing while I've been stuck at home? Obviously, I have been mothering the kids, but I have been you know, listening to podcasts. Oh, see, shh. If you could see her face now, she's pointing and wagging her finger at me. I've been listening to, you know, podcasts like the Salmon um, Billy Show. They've got a podcast on, so I used to love watching their mummy diaries. I've been watching, um, like, YouTube channels like Emily Norris. And they've been giving me life, to be honest. And I feel like I've got a friend around. How sad is that? Um, But actually, it made me think, do you know what? That is a little bit how mums feel, isn't it? Like, when you're at home with the kids and you're having a cup of coffee, you just sometimes want to have a little listen to someone where you feel like you've got something in common with them, they make you feel sane. And I thought, do you know what, Elle? Actually, why don't you just do an extra episode each week on on your podcast, but make it specific to like mum life with me. Because I think, again, that is a big part of mindset. Obviously, my podcast is a lot about mindset. That's the main theme of it. But actually, the reason I love mindset is because it helps me as a mum. And it just got me thinking, I'm going to share mum life with you all each week and just give you a little episode, um, maybe like how I've handled something in particular, or it might be one week, it's, you know, an update on what's going on with us and how I'm coping with everything. Um, And I thought, you know what, this could really help some people. So if it doesn't, apologies. If it does, grab a cuppa and carry on listening. And I thought, because something that I'm struggling with at the minute is sleep. I thought I would do this week's episode all about sleep training. <laughs> she says as though I've ever sleep trained my child- children. I don't know, sweets. Um, so for me, right, I'm going to take you way back to the start. And in fact, Cece, you'll, Cece, do you know when you were little, you were the worst sleeper ever. You never slept. So when she was a baby, I, well, first of all, we had a Moses basket and we would try and put her down in the Moses basket and she would not go to sleep. She would cry. <laughs> and the first night we had her, I remember like she just wouldn't go in her Moses basket. And Adrian and me like took it in turns to sit, sit up all night with her and, and hold her. It's going to be the worst audio ever of a podcast. I'm so sorry. Um, and she, yeah, she just wouldn't sleep. And I remember Adrian being like, is this what they do? Like, do they, can you just not put them down? And I was like, 
I don't really know. I've never heard. No one's ever told me this before because no one honestly ever said like we paid to do an NCT course, which we basically just paid for friends. Let's all be honest. Any of you listening who have done that, let's be honest. That's what you do. You pay for friends. And you know what? They're some of my best friends and I still, still, still see them every single week and I love them. So it was well worth the money. But on this, you know, with this paid course where you go to learn about parenting, they never even said anything about the fact your child, you know, won't want to be put down. So we were like, what what on earth? Um, so yeah, I had to hold her from day one and she just wouldn't sleep. And she's always been the worst sleeper from that age up until probably the age of three. And then I, um, did the classic thing where I know made a rod for my own back. I breastfed my children both to sleep. Um, I was the dummy, the irony, they both would not take a dummy, um, and, or a bottle. And then we actually couldn't get the bottles off them. Sunny still has his, um, and yeah, I basically got into this routine where I'd just breastfeed Cease um, to drop her off to sleep. And, you know, that's how she would sleep. But she would wake up all night long and it was very broken sleep. Like I w- would remember trying to, you know, sleep train her every now and then and it would just wouldn't work. And I was like, oh my God, she wouldn't even sleep in the car as a baby. I remember my friend used to be like, oh, why don't you just drive around like and get her off to sleep and then just have a hot cup of tea and a flask in the car and read a book. And I was like, cause she just cries in the car. She honestly <coughs> hated the car. It was ridiculous. So she just never slept. And I think I accepted, it became a running joke. Like she just didn't need sleep. She was just a bit mental. And I was like, oh, well, and you kind of get used to it. All right, so you kind of get used to it, don't you? You're just like, oh, it's just how it is. And I have to say, I am pretty good. I can function on not too much sleep. Like I'm not someone that needs loads of it. Um, So I just kind of, you know, plodded along through. Anyway, I remember then being pregnant with Sunny when Cece was about 18 months. And I remember being like, oh, holy crap, I'm going to have another child soon. And uh, my current child doesn't sleep. All right, sweet. My current child doesn't sleep. um, And I was like, this could be a massive problem. So it was around the time we moved into our now home. And I remember being like... I have got to sleep train my child. Like, I've just got to bloody do it. Like, I, I just, I gotta just do it. And I remember reading all these methods and I am such a wuss. Like, I just can't leave them to cry. I just can't do it. I'm like, I can't leave my child to cry. Um, And there, there was one method I read about, you know, as you all do. And it was talking about how you need to move away from them slowly. Because that was it. I was falling asleep. Well, I was laying down with Cease to get her to sleep. And then she would, she'd do this thing, right, where she'd pinch your neck. <laughs> she still really likes it now. Although this is really cute. Now she actually pinches her own neck. Okay, one sec. Right, back in a sec, guys. We are back. Had a little toilet interruption. Although she's very good, Cease. She, if you know something's asleep, she'll ask me to come up with her. Because if she's not asleep, she'll just shout down, Mummy, I finished, to help um, wipe her bottom. But when she knows she's asleep, she's like, Mummy, come up with me, because she doesn't want to wake him up. So she's very good. Anyway, as I was saying, yeah, so I see she used to have this thing where she would, like, pinch your neck to fall asleep. And um, it was, like, a comfort thing. So I basically had to gradually move away. So I had to, like, you know, sit next to her and I'd explain, I'm not going to lay with you, I'm going to sit with you then I would have to um, like sit at the end of the bed, then I would sit by the door, and I think this took me two weeks, and I would move, each night I'd move gradually away, and then to the point where I wouldn't be in, in the room with her, and do you know what, 
then after that I think we had no trouble I think when Sunny was born she was a little bit up and down um so maybe it was from the age of two actually as opposed to three um and then do you know what touch wood she's actually slept amazing like she's always slept like all night long she's she's a really good sleeper now who would have thought it when from when she was born but it took a long time and I remember because I think they change so much don't they kids like they go through all these phases and I remember I used to have this app when she was really little and it used to show you all the leaps I'm sure they call them leaps and every blooming week there was a new leap and I was like well this is ridiculous so every time you got any form of routine you'd look on this app and you'd be like for some guidance to why it suddenly went weird and she was and it was like oh yeah she's in leap three and now that's this and I thought this is ridiculous so I quickly deleted the app because I thought I just don't even want to know I'd rather just not know what what situation I'm in right now um but yeah so actually looking back I kind of think I wish I'd just not got stressed about it because you know it sorted itself out eventually well I sorted it out but she kind of grew into a really good sleeper um and yeah, and that obviously tied in quite well with Sunny coming along. And then I had all these intentions, as one does, with the second child of being like, right, I'm not going to make the same mistakes. I'm not going to feed my child to sleep. None of that. And you know what? I was worse. I was I was honestly worse with Sunny than Cease. I don't even know why, because I knew what I was doing and I just couldn't help it. I actually co-slept with Sunny, so I never did, did this with Cece. It's really weird. Adrian used to hate, well, not hate it, but he used to feel a bit on edge with him in the bed because um, he'd be like, oh, I don't want to, you know, I'm worried you're going to squash him. And I'd have like, you know, his cot between me and him and it'd be all like safe and it'd be, you know, there'd be no duvet or anything. And I did all the reading up on it. But I think as a mum, you just like have that intuition that you're not going to hurt them, like you're not going to smother them. Like I remember not being worried at all and it just felt really right to sleep next to him. And he basically was just on and off the boob all bloody night long um but you know what because oh yeah and I'm gonna do a whole another episode on this but because feeding with Cece was so horrendous I was so pleased when he was breastfeeding I was just like I don't care he can just be on my boob however long he wants so I'll save that for another episode um and yeah and so I basically co-slept with Sunny from pretty much like when he was born and then I would try and put him down in the Moses basket in the day. But to be honest, because I had Cece and we were always doing stuff, he just slept in the carrier all the time. Um, This, now I'm reminiscing, this does explain to me why he's so needy and clingy. So I've definitely made a rod for my own back once again. But you know, we just, this is is just what happens, isn't it? Um, And yeah, so sleep wasn't amazing. he had a really short period of time and I mean like a few weeks maybe a month tops where I was like bloody cracked it and he slept through and he slept like for hours and I remember my friend who had a little she's got a little girl who's a little bit younger we were talking at the time and I was like I'm I've smashed it like he's sleeping amazing and then obviously it all went tits up and it all like stopped being great and I don't think I even did anything it's probably one of these leaps he was going through and then ever since he's honestly been a nightmare so <laughs> we tried to put him in a big cot as in take the bars off and he is quite a wriggler and he was like falling out of the cot bed and didn't really like it and I think because I'd co-slept <coughs> he just wanted to be cuddled <coughs> like all the time so what we actually did was we put him so Cece has a big day like double day bed that she sleeps in she's like the Boom princess and the pea the biggest bed in the house it's got like a memory foam mattress and everything a uh, mattress topper anyway they are in the bed together 
and it's good in some ways. So they love sleeping together. They've got company for each other. But I've got into this horrendous cycle right now where basically we go upstairs to bed. They go to bed at the same time. Cece's amazing. She'll go to sleep like that, like literally like a light switch. And she will fall asleep straight away. And then Sunny will fall asleep pretty much straight away. We had this whole nightmare, which I'll do a whole other episode on, about with um, getting Sunny off milk, which was horrendous. Um, but he has a little bit before bed now and then none in the night um, from his bottle. And yeah, so, but then basically I've replaced the milk with me <laughs> having cuddles. So I've just, again, made a rod for my own back once again, which... I don't know why. I'm Now I'm doing this episode, I'm like, Ellie, what on earth are you doing? But, you know, when you're in that zone, it's just hard to get out, isn't it? And basically, he now will go to sleep okay, and then he'll wake up. Normally, it's around midnight, so he goes to bed at like half seven. Normally, it's around midnight. And the most irritating thing is, the few times I've been away and Adrian's done bedtime, Adrian would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I just go in, tuck him in, and he just goes back to sleep. And I'm like, oh, sod off. Like, are you joking me? Whereas when I go in, and again, it's probably my own fault, but he'll be like, mommy, cuddle. And I'll be like, no, go to sleep. And then he'll cry. And I'll be like, oh, go on then. Because I'm worried he's going to wake Cease up, even though she does sleep through pretty much anything. Um, So I get I have to get in bed and cuddle him. And then I fall asleep. Oh, it's a nightmare, isn't it? Oh my God, any mums that do this, it's like the worst thing because you try and stay awake, but then I'm trying to pretend to be asleep to show him it's sleep time. And then I actually just drop off myself. It's a nightmare. And then, yeah, wake. And then I'll wake up when he wakes up and I'll try to get out of bed. And then because he's woken up, he's like, no, no, mummy, lay here. And I'm like, oh God. And I basically spend my whole night in between sleep trying to get out of the bed that I'm in with him to go to my bed. The few times I make it into my bed... I'm there for half an hour, I get all cosy and he wakes up again. I'm like, for goodness sake. And it's just constant at the minute. Like, honestly, it is a nightmare. And the thing is, if I if I go in and I don't get in bed and I just give him, like tuck him in like Adrian does and give him a cuddle, he don't blow me work. So I don't really know what I'm going to do. I need to make a decision. And you know, when you're in that awful zone and the cycle and you know you need to do something about it, but I just can't face it. I'm like, at least this way we're all getting sleep. And the thing is, it's not like, I don't mind co-sleeping, but I just think he is very clingy and it makes me feel a little bit on edge. Like, you know, if I do go away for the night at any point, um, I feel a bit bad then because I feel like, oh, if I've got him all clingy with me, like I can't really leave him, <laughs> like leave him with Adrian and be like, good luck, even though he'd be totally fine. So yeah, I need to sort this situation out. If anybody, I mean, I say if anyone's got any advice, you'll tell me what to do and I'll probably ignore it, but it will. I will know that it's meant with love and I will appreciate it really. And I will do something about it when I'm ready. And I think this is the thing, right, with these sleeps and with anything with, when you have children, I think you have to be ready on your own terms, don't you? Because I actually have a few people on Instagram who always give me help and advice and they're like, yeah, you need to do this. And I'm like, I know, I just can't do it. But there will be a time where I'm just going to crack and be like, I've got to do it. And I feel the time is coming. So send me the advice, even if I don't do it straight away, because I will take it on board. Um, okay. And um, yeah, I need to do something where I probably need to do a bit of sleep training. 
with him and it has to be me like I was thinking like oh I should just say to Adrian you just can you just sort him out at night time but he the thing is he'll always have this association with oh and he does like oh I can get what I want with mummy and I don't want to do that I want it to be like consistent between us so yeah I'm currently in the process of sorting out Sunny's sleep and it needs to be done but as always, with everything with being a mum, it's so much bloody easier said than done. Like, I'm just, even imagining it now, I'm like, it's going to be so horrendous. And do you know what? He is the most stubborn child. Like, he he has the most stubborn cry. Like, and I just don't know. Like, I'm wondering in my head, and I brought this idea up, Adrian wasn't keen. I thought we should maybe just get a little single bed from Ikea and put it in the little, like, what was the nursery and maybe sleep train him in there, but I think it'd be even worse, and that room is, like, directly next to our neighbours, and they've got a newborn baby, and I'm like, I we just can't do that, whereas the attic room, I mean, it sounds horrendous, the attic room, it's actually a really nice room for the kids, but at least it's upper floor, so the hope is the neighbours won't hear, and I don't want to move Cease out of her room, because it's not, like, a punishment to her, so I think I'm going to have to just do it with him in the room with Cease, and hope she doesn't wake up, because she is a really good sleeper, like I said, she's a really deep sleeper, but I'm preparing myself. I feel this is going to happen over the next few months. I feel like it needs... We're going on holiday, touch wood, in August. I'm aware it's only February, but, you know, it's going to take me a while to psych myself up to do this. And I feel like this is something that needs to be done because, you know, if we're on holiday and stuff, like I just want him to be able to sleep well. And when I hear these tales of babies that sleep from six weeks through, and I'm like, what on earth? Like... What is wrong with my children? I can only hope that they are going to be so... He's sleeping at the minute, Poppet. Hang on. Anyway, I'm going to have to go, guys, because she's getting uh, agitated and she's finished playing with the sand and we'll do something else. But yeah, I can only hope that their lack of sleep right now means they're going to bring so much, I don't know, something later on in life. But I hope you have listened and enjoyed this episode and hopefully it's just brought you a bit of reassurance with sleep if your children are as horrendous as mine with it and also if you are a mum like me you're at home with the kids hopefully you've felt like you've had a cup of coffee or a cup of tea whatever your poison is with one of your besties and you've just enjoyed listened and chilled out with it see you later guys (laughs) 